Let me tell you about Built Bar. Oh, they're yummy. Stu, back me up on this. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Uh, we have spent approximately 38% of my salary on Built Bars over the past five years. So, yes. Between his wife's like purchases of purses <laughs> and Built Bar. That's the other 62%. Which, which she fills her purses with. He's got no money. Please <laughs> donate. Feed a stew today. Um, People can tell I've been fed. That's the problem. <laughs> um, uh, Built Bar is a great, great snack. It's a protein bar. Um, but when I say that, I think of really nasty, you know, sawdust bars. Um, pro- this protein bar is fantastic. It's low in calories, about 130 calories. It is made with real chocolate. I don't know how they make them uh, as good as they do. It's it's honestly, it's witchcraft. Um, but I'm telling you, they are fantastic. Built.com slash Beck. Built.com slash Beck. Get your, uh, your new favorites box today. You got mine, Steven Crowder, Steve Dace. Uh, of course, mine. Try them now. Built.com slash Beck. What a great show. Uh, Great, great show lined up for you. Not on this show. Not this show. But there is a great show waiting for you out there someplace. Today, behind my cardboard microphone, we begin in 60 seconds because it's Friday. Tonight, when you climb into bed, you're going to be lying down on excellent sheets, maximum comfortability, or are you just going, you know, into bed i'm telling you uh my pillow makes the best sheets they're the giza dream sheets they are back now at their lowest price ever we all would like to catch a break you know can you uh, not bleed me dry just for a second yes yes mike lindell he's like i got i gotta get these sheets and uh you know when i'm in prison because the fbi is just gonna make up something I hope they don't hang me with my own sheets in prison. Boy, that would... I'm sorry, that's a little... That's a little too much, isn't it? I mean, a little too soon from Epstein. Anyway, um, sleep on these sheets. They are fantastic. Fantastic. The Giza Dream Sheets. Lowest price ever, $39.99. $39.99. Sleep on the best. And really, some of the best sheets... In fact, the best sheets I've ever slept on at that price... It's crazy. 
MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Check out the flash sale Giza Dream Sheets along with the other limited time offers. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. Get the great radio specials now at MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. Oh, hello, Stu. How are you? Glenn, how are you? Oh, do you even need to ask? You look happy as usual. Yes, thank you. Well adjusted. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. An it's optimistic good. future oh my. lays ahead. I have, I mean, I've had quite a week. I've had about six hours sleep this week. Oh, that's good. So Combined? I'm, uh, combined. Okay. So I'm really, really good. <laughs> and then I get to go home and, uh, and, and, and go and drive for about 14 hours to my son's football game. It's an away game. Someplace in Texas. Oh, God. Uh, this is the only time I miss the East Coast where right. like, you know, the whole you could drive the whole state and back in like 25 minutes. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Here. Oh, no. my gosh. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that. Um, but I got this show in front of me and this show is just full of good stuff. I've actually got good news for you. I mean, not not not. Not three hours worth, but I got some good news for you. So at some point during the next three hours, I'm going to get, I'm going to start with it. Somebody asked me last night, they said, uh, Glenn, what do you really think about the election? And I'm like, could people stop asking me? What do I really think? I tell you every yeah. day. It's not like I have, you know, I got to yeah. tell you, I'm so optimistic right now. I mean, I don't have a secondary opinion on stuff. As someone who spent multiple decades as your executive producer, <laughs> the problem is he says what he really believes too much. That's that's the real issue we've had with the show over the years. It's, it's not okay. hiding anything. Right. So they say, what do you really think? And I said, you know what? Let me let me let me say it this way. If this were any other time in American history, I would think that this is going to be a red tidal wave, just a tidal wave that will collapse the Democratic Party possibly forever. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You'd think with the performance of the last couple of years, yeah, that would be what yeah, we'd be looking yeah. at here. And the fact that they're still fighting for, you know, hey, pedophilia is not so bad. Uh you would think that this would put them out of business forever. That, they just added that to the Democratic platform, by the way. Did Pedophilia is not so bad. Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah. Just, well, just a quick line. Did you see what they're doing in Virginia? Oh, we're going to talk about this later. You see what Virginia is doing? The Virginia Democrats are trying to pass a law. It's not going to pass, but it might in, what, four years when the, when the governor is gone or six years when he can't run again. Um, the uh, Democratic legislature is putting in that... Parents must um, affirm their child's chosen gender or they can have their kids taken away from them. They're actually trying to pass that law now. Have they learned nothing? Nothing. Here you are nothing. in a state that's really a blue leaning state yeah. and you have a Republican governor just because of things like that. Yeah, I know. So they're trying to pass that. And, um, you know, usually you would think, well, that's suicide. But no. No, they're just going for it. And what what is crazy to me is so many things have been made political that are just it's clouding everybody's vision, everybody's vision. You know, you 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 want to talk about pedophilia. Let's talk about pedophilia. But can we do it without saying, yeah, but Trump, 
Can we not make this about politics and instead about the molestation of our children? You know what I mean? So I would be very optimistic any other time. But I can no longer predict America because half of America is a psycho. They've just lost touch with reality. Um, however, uh, the, the other point B on this one on the downside is... Uh, I would think it would be an absolute red wave if I had belief in the system. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I am I'm shell shocked enough to say I'm not sure this is going to be free and fair. Um, and you like for instance, you will you could convince me that uh, Donald Trump won in a landslide, but I need evidence and i don't have the evidence i have things we should follow and things we should check out i mean nobody's following you know dinesh d'souza's uh uh, breadcrumbs we need an official group to sit down and really truly follow but that's not going to happen so you could convince me that he won in a landslide you can convince me that he lost but you will never convince me that they didn't at least try to do everything they can to throw this election. OK, there's there's no way that you can convince me that the Democrats didn't use every tool in their toolbox to rig this last election. Would you agree with that? I mean, if you had if you picture a scenario in which, uh, I don't know, Kamala Harris is sitting in a room by herself and there's a button that says that she could switch the election to them winning instead of the Republicans. Clearly, they'd press it. Right. If the question is just how difficult it is to pull something like that off. But I don't have any any hesitation at all in that if they had the opportunity and felt they they could pull it off and they did. I mean, you know, they did. I'm not saying they did pull it off, Mm -hmm. but they had the opportunity and they tried every by changing laws, by drop boxes, certainly by changing laws before the election took place. They definitely tried to tilt the playing field in their in their in their advantage. So I don't have any faith that they're not going to try that again. And their arrogance, like, let's take children away from their parents. Let's sign this new law a couple of weeks before the election. The arrogance that is either suicidal arrogance um, uh, or it is it's like, don't worry about it. Everything's taken care of. You know what I mean? And I don't want to think that way because I do think that this this election, you got to go out and vote. I know I am. uh, And uh, everybody's got to go out and vote. I believe we can just overwhelm the ballot box this time. And we talked about this a little bit on Studios America on on Wednesday's show that the messaging of the election is going to be stolen is really dangerous for Republicans because yeah. honestly, like if you believe that, then why go? Why go? Yeah. Right. I mean, then that, that's what happened. I think in Georgia right. in the runoffs, right. I, you know, there was so much messaging around, Oh, this was stolen. Don't, w- they're never going to ch- count your vote anyway. That's how Warnock got uh, in. Warnock and, uh, and uh, Ossoff both mm-hmm. got in that way. Yeah. And it's also the reason we just spent, five trillion dollars yeah because they got control of the senate by the slimmest of majorities right so um and i and i don't think that they have it locked down where they can guarantee i think they'll try they're trying but i there's always shenanigans yeah i believe this is we are going to win 
The thing that has bothered me, and here comes the good news. The thing that has bothered me was the arrogance until yesterday. Joe Biden giving a speech. He says, I'm telling you, no joke, folks. Um, Inflation's going to get much worse if Republicans win. And I thought, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. He's admitting that inflation exists. And he knows, everybody knows, it's going to get much worse. But he's signaling now, if they win, that's how we're going to defend. We're just going to push it all on the Republican Congress. You watch. They, he's just signaled, there's a possibility we're not going to take this thing. And so he's starting to play the cards now. You watch, by January... By January, they'll be sworn in for like 20 minutes and Joe Biden and the media will be saying inflation is out of control and this do nothing Congress is only making things worse. Okay, he just played that card yesterday. I've never seen him play that card before. Have you? He's not even he doesn't even he doesn't even really admit that there is inflation or that it's going to be a problem. It was transitory up until 10 minutes ago. Yes. So that gives me great optimism. So this is you're saying this is a preview of their argument when they yes. lose because he believes they will lose. Yes. Or, or they're talking about it. I don't know if he believes anything or does anything other than <laughs> right. uh, talking. I don't know who said this. Oops, I guess I shouldn't have said that out loud. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Uh, so but it's being discussed and he played it yesterday. I like your optimism. I I. We've heard this from a bunch of conservative commentators recently that there's going to be this red wave. And I, th- I think there's a chance of it. I I'm think not as confident be, as everybody else seems to be. Though. No, I know. And, and it, it could be a in a normal period of time. This would be Reagan Mondale. This would be 49 out of 50 states. Just Red. Yeah, I mean, look, obviously we don't have a presidential election. There's right. not even state elections in 50 states uh, for, no, for, I, for the Senate. I, I know that, but, but you, what I'm saying, saying that, is the equivalent of that. The equivalent yeah. of that in the midterms. It would just be, it would be a stunning victory in normal times. Yeah, one, one thing that's interesting about looking at this as a wave, right? We look back at the 2010 election as a wave election, the biggest wave in the past century. That was the Tea Party uh, wave. And so many seats were won by Republicans. There was, I can't remember the number, but it was close to like 100 seats. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. it was an incredibly mm-hmm. high number. Because of the starting point this time, though, in the House, the House is just can't. a razor-thin majority for... The, right. for so if you can get to 200, 240 seats is arguably the high watermark that Republicans could shoot for rationally. In, in a wave election, they could get into that vicinity. If that it's, happens, that is a wave election. That, oh, yeah. People because won't talk it, about it as much that that's, way. But that's what but that's how we have to frame this. Mm-hmm. The the um, the seats that are available are not in Republicans favor. OK, in 2024, it's the exact opposite. And it's that, all in Republicans favor. Okay, so and that makes a difference. And that's in the Senate. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, in the House, everybody's up for every two years. Everybody's up every two years. And you you talk about a huge uh, wave coming. You could wind up with uh, with tons and tons of seats, a a large majority. Or you could see 
a, a narrow victory f- for Republicans that at least will still block the worst instincts of, mm-hmm. the, of the Democrats, but will not be enough to to really move the needle in a way of saying, like, there's a mandate for what Republicans are trying to do, whatever that is. Uh, you know, it's just I think at this point, you know, we talked about this on the on your election special the other night. There is a, an instinct from Republicans right now to say, look, we just need to not be them. If we're just not them, we'll win. Yeah. And I do think that there's something to that. Yes. Right. Like you probably if you are just we are not going to do the same things Joe Biden is doing, you probably will win. But that's not going to give you a mandate going forward for decades of leadership. No. That might win you a midterm. Yes. Yes. And that's short term thinking. Correct. However, uh, let me let me tell you what I think, because he said yesterday, you know, it's going to get much worse if Republicans win. Let me tell you what their strategy is. Let me tell you what your next two years of life are going to be like if the Republicans win. Okay? We'll do that in 60 seconds. Right now, there are whole generations of Americans who have been raised on the notion that there's a pharmaceutical answer to every problem. You know, hey, some drugs work better than others. You know, fewer side effects than others. Uh, The medicine that we have today, mark my words, because this is always true, um, in 100 years, will look like we're barbarians. Okay? Um, better living through pharmaceuticals, I think, have been taken too far. We're putting too much crap into our systems that just doesn't belong there. Well, one way you can get some of that crap out of your system is if you're in pain, don't take pharmaceuticals. Please try Relief Factor. It's 100% natural. It works for me. Uh, It works for so many people that I know. It doesn't work for, like, for instance, my best friend. He doesn't. And it's not Stu. It's not Pat. I'm not even in the top 10. No, you guys are. That's a that's a radio thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, doesn't work for my best friend. Um, and that is because their bodies are just different. Okay. 70% of the people who try this go on to order more month after month. I mean, 30% is not going to work. But if you're in real pain, try this. It doesn't mess you up. It's actually good for you. Reduces inflammation in your body. And if it can, if it can move the needle for you, Please just try it. Get your life back. Relieffactor.com. 800, the number four relief. 800, the number four relief or relieffactor.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. Oh, yeah. All right. So let me tell you what I think is going to happen. Uh, The Republicans will win the House and the Senate. From my mouth to God's ear, please, Lord, please. Um, And inflation is going to get much, much worse. How could you possibly say that? Well, I mean, um, something's weird about this stuff with Jamie Dimon. Let me just say that. We'll get to that maybe some other day. Um, But he is coming out and he is saying, uh, I told you that it was a hurricane, Category 5, back in the summer. I'm telling you, I was underestimating what is coming. Came out yesterday and said there is a 30% drop in the market from here that is about to hit. 30% mm. market drop. That is massive, massive. Um, and, you know, dogs and cats are going to be living together. It's <laughs> going to be ugly. So the Republicans will be blamed for everything by the media and the um, uh, and the um, uh, the Democrats. And they'll say it's a do nothing Congress. And because 
we have a do nothing Congress. We're going to have to take some emergency actions. And this president is going to start uh, dictating. And he's also, I mean, he already is, but worse. And he's also going to um, put into action his little foot soldiers of BLM and Antifa and everything else. They're not related. They don't know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, you're going to start to see real trouble again on the streets. And it's going to all be tied to like an Occupy Wall Street kind of thing. They're getting bailouts. These people are getting out. And we're not getting. We need these Republicans to step aside so we can just start giving money to the people. And it's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly. And we're going to need to help each other and come together. They're not telling you this now, but I'm I am telling you. I don't know why we keep saying we're going to be in a recession. We're in a recession. And things are going to get bad. They are bad. You know, how bad can a recession get? I think we're headed for a depression and then a complete collapse of the U.S. dollar within the next five years. So just mentally prepare for that and then think, what do I have to do to make sure my friends, my neighborhood, my family, my community is set to weather that storm? Because when you get a, you know, marauding people that are just hungry in the cities and angry and they're spurred on by crazy politicians, what do you do to keep your community safe? That's the way you have to start thinking, because it's going to get in. Did you notice that it was the streets were on fire? Biden wins. <laughs> no, no one knows how to get to the streets no, anymore. Yeah, it's like I don't Molotov cocktail. That sounds lovely, darling. Can you make a Molotov cocktail for me, please? Remarkable, remarkable. The second they got and their power, the second they lose the power, it's coming back. Mm. It's coming back. Remember, I told you how they took over in the in Hungary, the Soviets. They have they have control at the top. They get their foot soldiers on the bottom to rise up and cause so much chaos. This is what happened in Germany as well. So much chaos. The top has no choice but to come down and build a cage for everybody because the average people are calling out for help, help. Somebody's got to help us. Strengthen your state and your local community so that is not the cry from you. Stand guard, America. Stand guard. But we make it. It's going to be good. Oh, my gosh. I'm so positive today. This is very concerning. Oh, yeah. You should panic because I'm positive. If you have a panic room, you should be in it already. Lock yourself in. I'm going in there now. We're going to take a break, but I'm not coming back. I'm not coming out of that room. The Glenn Beck Program. Melanie wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. She said, I was very skeptical about trying Rough Greens. I'm sure my dog wouldn't eat it. But boy, was I wrong. My dog loves Rough Greens. I was the same way. Uno would never eat. And, uh, you know, it's not like you're just going to put it down there and they just leave. I don't know why. I had this conversation with my wife many times. He's going to eat eventually. No, no. So we had to, like, literally hand feed this dog. Those days are gone. I saw Rough Greens. I was like, I don't care if it has tinfoil. If it's made in tinfoil, if he'll eat his food, great. 
Good thing is, not made of tinfoil, has all of the really good stuff, vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, and Uno loves it and eats. And I have seen a huge difference in my dog, just like Melanie did. So get your free trial bag right now. All you pay for is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash back. That's roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33. It's 833-GLEN-33. Call them today. Roughgreens.com slash back. In times like these, we really do need the truth. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off Blaze TV. Hello, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the program. Uh, well, it's Friday, so we look at the biggest stories of the week. Here's the biggest personal story of the week for me. Why didn't someone tell me that somebody had found a pair of Levi's from the 1880s in a mine and that it was up for auction? Why didn't somebody tell me that? Normally, that's not something I would bid on and be like, okay, great. It's a pair of old Levi's and I hate Levi's. Um, However, however, I would like to make an offer of $100,000 right now for that pair that was just won for $87,000. I will make you an offer. I will even pay the 15% uh, uh, auction auction fee fee Mm -hmm. on top of it um, for this reason. These are a pair of Levi's uh, found in an old mining shaft from the 1800s. Now... Great. They just look like a pair of old jeans. You can buy a pair like that today, and they look like that. However, on the inside pocket, you know how it always says Levi's, best fit, best quality? Okay. On the inside pocket, they always have their logo, and it says things like that. And this says, from 1880, the best value, Levi Strauss and Company, celebrated copper rivets, overalls, and spring-bottom jeans. Um, Levi Strauss, uh, uh, Strauss, genuine. Uh, nothing is genuine without our trademark. Best finish, best materials, and the only type made by all white workers. Wow. That's worth $100,000 to me because I'll make that pocket very famous. Just to very jam it in the face jam of Levi's. It <laughs> in their face. That might be the logo of an American museum at some point that I build. That is worth the price. Made by all white workers. Where are they from? Where are they still from? San Francisco, people. San Francisco. Now you can buy Levi's made by no white workers. (laughs) All Chinese workers. You know, the ones that they were pointing out at this time. We don't have any we don't have any of those Asians touching a single rivet in our pants. That was anti-Asian. Please sell those pants to me. Please sell those pants to me. I want to make them very very famous. If you won't sell them to me, will you come and be on my show? Please bring the pants and come and let me do an interview with you about pants, a pants interview. 
Really about the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to talk about the pocket. Well, no, but Glenn, they're the voice, the, the genes, the, the of wardrobe the, of the revolution. Of the revolution. Right? Yes, that's what they want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's, mm-hmm. uh, their past would be yeah, interesting to bring up when they say that. They're great. Now, the other big story of the week for me, I think, is probably the Saudi Arabia thing. Because... Saudi Arabia, we know now that Joe Biden tried to get them to not reduce the oil until after the election, which is exactly what they were charging Donald Trump of doing. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. so affecting the election, it's come out and and Joe Biden said, that's outrageous and there's going to be consequences. And Saudi Arabia, did you read their letter? Oh, they were not. Holy cow, they're not happy. Um, we're picking a fight with Saudi Arabia um, and Saudi Arabia. We've just canceled because Joe Biden is mad at Saudi Arabia. How dare them do that? There's got to be consequences. Well, here's your consequence. We're not going to the defense of the Middle East uh, conference. We have this big conference all the time. That is a strategy on how to protect the um, the kingdoms, if you will, and the government's in the Middle East. And we're, what, who are, what are we protecting them from? Iran. Okay? So this is the conference on how to take Iran and make sure that that pariah is kept in that fish tank. We're not going. We've decided not to go. So we are not only negotiating with Iran, we're now not helping the Middle East contain Iran. We're going to war, gang. We're going to war. Mark, mark my words. Within the next two years, the world will be at war. Oh, gosh. Do you want me to put this in the prediction calendar? Put it down. All right. Prediction calendar. I will add that. I hope you're wrong. I as, do, too. As usual with your predictions, I hope you're wrong. I'm usually not, except I'm wrong on timing. So it might be five years. Just saying. It might be next year. Great. Okay. Great news. All right. Okay. So I think that's the biggest story of the week to me. Stu, your biggest story of the week. Let me give you a couple. Yeah. Uh, number one, can we stop with the Pete Davidson Taco Bell breakfast ads? They, they <laughs> It needs to end. Please. Okay. So this is a personal. Well, this is like my you. Levi's biggest story of the week. <laughs> I love Taco Bell. Right. I love breakfast. Right. I didn't think it was possible to take those two things and combine them and turn it into something I hate. But Pete <laughs> Davidson has done. I I hate these ads. They're on all the time. Make them stop. Here, I, I don't like federal for intervention. I don't want military intervention. <laughs> I will take both of them in this circumstance. <laughs> and I it. will. I will tell you. I have a cure. Don't watch commercial television. No, I know. That's, don't watch television. But they're all over the internet. They're on every website I go to, and the one time you have to watch commercial television is for sports. So you and, and I are in different worlds, man, because I never get a Taco Bell commercial. I always get like, <laughs> want some end of the world seeds? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get targeted ads of Taco Bell. Really? No, and no. I should look at me. I should. Taco Bell, you're missing a huge market. <laughs> you're your own market. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. Okay, so uh, let me, a couple of others. Um, Joe Biden said one of the most irresponsible things I've ever heard a president say. Which one this week? Yeah, I know. There's a, usually a wide selection. Yeah. Uh, but he was talking about the recession. He was talking with Jake Tapper. And Tapper says, hey, you know, should Americans be preparing for a recession? And 
this thing that Joe Biden does, he immediately answers with a definitive answer. He says, no. And then he goes on to blather on about how he doesn't quite think there might be a recession or if there is a recession, it's not going to be a bad recession and all these other things. But like, wait a minute. (laughs) What do you mean Americans shouldn't prepare for a recession? Whether you think there's a recession around the corner or not. He's telling Americans us should we prepare. should prepare for nuclear war. Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Armageddon's coming. Right. But don't prepare. No. Nah. I mean, that, that's that's a cynical thing. I mean, it's it's what you'd expect out of a progressive. No, no it's, it's, it's not cynical. It's borderline evil. It's because, really irresponsible. Yeah. You, you, are, you are telling people that even though any thinking person knows we, A, are already in a recession, okay? And B, it is going to get worse. And my guess is shortly after the Republicans win control of the House and the Senate, Mm. then it's all going to be blamed on them. And all these things are going to come out in the media and show you how bad things and the future are going to be. Okay, even if you think there's a slight possibility, the answer of that question is Americans should always be prepared for anything. There's a lot of things that could happen. Yeah, I don't think the recession is going to get that bad. However, some people do believe it's going to get worse. We've had a, a really rough 12 years here, and um, it could turn. The world is going to war. Europe could collapse. Putin could uh, you know, vaporize the moon, and that would be very bad for the rep- re- recession. Uh, you should say, and you can house it any way you want, But to tell people when we are in this kind of trouble not to prepare, go eat, drink, be merry. Mm. It's like, you know, it's It's, like telling people to go out to the uh, the Chinese New Year Festival in in New York City in March 2020. Yeah. Right. They did. And they did. And they did. That's what they did. Uh, One other option for you. I think this is more of an overarching story than maybe just a this week story. But the California invasion. Not, we're you know conservative talk show. We're probably talking about the border. Well, that's a huge issue. And yes, that could also be the biggest issue of the week. But no, I'm talking about not people coming across the border and invading California. I'm talking about California invading the rest of the country. Yes. Can we stop with this? We have a situation where California is now trying to change these massive laws. The Supreme Court heard a case about it this week where they're trying to put in all these regulations that are going to affect all of these other uh, countries, our pork prices, our uh, egg our- prices, our beef prices, the way we, the way farms even work in the rest of the nation. They're doing it horrible. with textbooks. They're doing it. They're doing it so many different ways. Yep. Changing with cars, they want to get rid of, uh, of of gas powered cars. That's going to affect the whole rest of the country. All of their dumb policies in in California are affecting the rest of us. And let me give you a good example of a California policy and how this works in reality. In 2008, California voted for a bond issue for a high-speed rail line. Do you remember this? We've Mm -hmm. talked about it a little bit in the past. Yeah, it's going to work. The rail line was to be completed by 2020, and at the time, the cost seemed astronomical, $33 billion. Mm -hmm. Listen to how many qualifiers there are in this next paragraph. This is from the New York Times. 14 years later, construction is now underway on part of a 171-mile starter line connecting a few cities in the middle of California, which has been promised for 2030, but few expected to make that goal. Oh, 
You know, can I tell you something? By the way, we, new 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 cost at this point, not thirty three billion, one hundred and thirteen billion dollars. Okay, but wait a minute. You know that the the construction people they left the 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 company that was running all of this. Oh yeah, they went. They I think they went to France. Yeah, let me I'll, let me give you these two more. All right, okay, yeah. I got it. First of all, SNCF. You're talking about this French National Railroad. They built the bullet train in Europe. Yeah. They did all the this. French. The French. The French. They come to America. They say, hey, we want to help you develop this. The company pulled out in 2011. SNCF, the company, was very angry. They told the state they were leaving for North Africa, which was, quote, less politically dysfunctional. They went to Morocco <laughs> and helped them build a train system. Morocco's bullet train started in 2018. So, <laughs> incredible. And let me give you this. This is for the guy who started. He is the uh, former Wall Street investment banker. He was the first chairman of the Rail Authority 20 years ago. He said, quote, I was totally naive when, when I took the job. I spent my time and didn't succeed. I realized the system didn't work. I just wasn't smart enough. <laughs> this is, this is okay. comical. So here's the thing. Here's what's happening to us. This is why Stu is absolutely right on we got to stop California's invasion into our states. Okay. 17 states have already signed on whatever California says we're in. Because here's the next thing that's going to happen. They're going to start. Joe Biden is going to start saying, well, look, you know, uh, our agencies are watching and these ideas in California are catching on and they're spreading to other states. So we're just going to mandate them. OK, they're going to use that. What we're in right now, America, is a, a Marxist sandwich. You have the elites in New York and Washington, D.C., and then the coasts, Seattle, Portland, California, and they're just going to squeeze us down so we can be bite size. We must push back. Strengthen your states and your local communities. All right. Today's the last day you can get the new Tuttle Twins book, America's History, with a discount and all of the free stuff. It's a great, great history book. Your kids are not uh, are not being given. I did a couple of tours at the um, museum, uh, uh, the um, American Journey Experience here at the studios this week. And I can't tell you how much stuff we have from Jamestown, the Pilgrims, the Founders, uh, even from even from the space program that people are like, why didn't I ever learn that? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of interesting, isn't it? You didn't learn it because there's an agenda and you probably could have learned some of it, but it was only about the dates and you promptly forgot about all of that stuff. Here's untarnished American history. Great history. Bring it alive right now. Today's Tuttle Twins, Beck.com, the America's history book from the Tuttle Twins is amazing. It's at a big, big discount. Today is the last uh, last day. Plus, you'll get all the bonuses like videos and the audio version completely free. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get this history book for your kids and grandkids. Tuttle twi uh, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at GlennBeck.com. Oh, 
yeah. Uh, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Today, episode 158 of the Glenn Beck podcast, we will effing destroy you. This is Tara Reid punished for exposing Joe Biden. It is terrifying to hear her story. You remember, she's the woman who came out and said, Joe Biden molested me. Well, you might have left that story and not heard the rest. They have tried to put her in jail. The FBI has come after her. They have destroyed her life, destroyed her life. Uh, She can't even get a job because all the companies that she applies to, they're like, "Uh, we don't want to fold our company because the FBI is raiding us or the IRS is doing a constant uh, audits on us. We, we can't take that risk. This sounds just like the fundamental Me Too story, right? You speak out about what a sexual assault yep. and you and get punished. And, and so you don't want to speak out next time. That was yeah. I thought that was the whole thing they were trying to solve. Wait until you hear what she said. I think she said she got it from an FBI agent or somebody that somebody was in the know that said uh, Joe Biden said, I want her in jail. Okay. Now, you could say, that's crazy. How did you? Well, that's what apparently a whistleblower said about Joe Biden saying about Donald Trump. I want him in jail. Find a way. This guy is really dangerous. You want to see what your future is like if we don't vote. If we don't stop this train. Here's a former Democrat who is warning, get away from the Democratic Party. It's an amazing podcast. Episode 158, We'll Effing Destroy You, available right now at Blaze TV. Uh, and you tomorrow, you'll be able to get it wherever you get your podcast. Just sign up for the Glenn Beck Podcast. The Glenn Beck Program.